Cinema. Welcome back to War with Cinema. I'm your host, Craig, your local metalhead, and with me is... Par the Collector. What's up, everybody? And uh, this time, I gave you the Neon Demon. Came out in 2016. That yeah. was the first thing I was going to ask you, man. Mm-hmm. Director. Horror thriller. You didn't tell me this was a horror movie. I mean, is it? I don't think it's like scary like that. Yeah. It definitely has some moments. <laughs> some fucking head-turning moments, to right. say the least. Um yeah, I'll get into that later. Right. But, uh, director Nicholas Winding Refn is slowly becoming my favorite director. I don't understand how, but <laughs> this guy directed anything that I would fucking watch. Uh, Drive? It makes a lot of fucking sense. It makes a lot of fucking sense. <laughs> Everything starts to add up. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Cast. Ella Fanning. Christina Hendricks. Keanu Reeves. A bunch of beautiful fucking women. Jenna Malone. Bella... Heathcote, Abby Lee. So, what do you think about Neon Demon? What is this movie about? <clears throat> it is about a girl, a young girl, who wants to become a supermodel. Mm-hmm. And it's another one of those, like Black Swan, where you have an innocent, hardworking character, and slowly they start losing their shit and then in her case she was drinking the Kool-Aid quick. All it took was a couple compliments at for out of people and <laughs> she was already in it. Mm-hmm. I do like um I don't know, I'm jumping the gun here. Anyways, yeah, good. go ahead. Uh, break into it, dude. Like, so uh she's I'm trying to look at the cast that way I know what the character's name is. Right. So um in this movie Okay, Jesse Ruby, gotcha. Ella Fanning is Jenna Malone. She was good in this. She was really good. Sick. Yeah. Fucking sick. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about that, bro. Yeah, we'll get to it. Um, she's supposed to be 16 in the movie, but fun fact, she was actually 16 when shooting this movie. Oh, good. Turned 17. I while figured shooting. she was young because you don't see her naked. And right. usually when you don't see them naked, especially when there's other chicks getting naked, mm-hmm. you know, they're not, they're not old enough. Yeah, exactly. So, which is good. That is the case. <laughs> so it opens, which is really important. It opens with her doing a photo shoot. She looks like a, like a Barbie doll. And she has her throat slit and mm-hmm. on a couch. So it looks like a murder scene. Mm-hmm. So a bunch of glitter and shit. Yeah, it's a very that's one thing I have to say about this movie is it's fucking beautiful. Beautifully shot. I was going to say uh, that it got bonus points because it was visually cool as shit with the neon lights and all that. Like they really knocked home the whole neon in the fucking title. <laughs> yeah. And another fun fact. The director, he's colorblind. Is he? Yeah. Wow. How crazy is that? Well, whoever, whoever did the editing and can see t- did a great job. Yeah. He had a lot of references on set to make sure it, it looked well. That's really interesting who did do that because to cue up music with it, because some of the movie with the lighting, you know, it kind of played into the, how the, you know, the ambiance of it. That's another thing is the music was so good in this to me. Like uh, I love, I knew music. you, I, when I was watching this, I kept thinking to myself, like I was going to like, I make mental notes now. Yeah. 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 Uh, I said, yeah, Greg loves the fuck out of the soundtrack. Yes, like, I do. 100%. After the first 10 minutes, I said, oh, I know what Greg loves about this fucking movie already. <laughs> like the ambiguity. I was like, Greg could made it, could have made the soundtrack for this. Right. Um, but they did a good job of m- matching the music with the, how they would go into scenes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't linger too long. 
they were some of them kind of did a little bit you right. know i'm not a big fan of lingering um because i felt like when i watched this movie i was like there's no need for this movie to be two hours <laughs> this could have been an hour and a half we're in and out right uh but that just doesn't build the ambiance no, certain stuff was fine, yeah. but some was just kind of like, you, like you watch that dude clean his fucking glasses for twenty minutes, you know what I mean? And I get it, like he was not impressed with old girl and everything, you know what I mean? <laughs> but like, of course, like he didn't even get them on when 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 Jesse shows, you know, mm-hmm. her stuff, right? But when he finally gets them things on, I was just like, we'd really just stay in the scene so we could watch this guy put his fucking glasses on, <laughs> like I don't know. Uh, like you said, beautiful movie. But anyways, young girl, she does a photo shoot. Uh, one of the girls doing the makeup there is Ruby. Mm-hmm. Right. And Ruby is like being super nice to her. And immediately I'm like, Ruby's up to some shit. Right. Like yeah. I got that immediately. Ruby's not your friend. She's going to make it seem like she's your friend. Mm-hmm. She's Mila Kunis in this one. Um, This guy is a huge Darren Aronofsky fan because I've got a lot of shit from Black Swan that I got from this movie. Uh, Him and Kubrick. He's... Big on Kubrick also. Is that who Aronofsky fucks with too? Because they, I the, swear it they like, all, this is in a like circle an jerk. Aronofsky movie, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very like, is in my wheelhouse of like movies that I really enjoy. I like visually pleasing movies, has something to say. Well done. So Ruby goes, I have a friend that works for a supermodel agency. Um, I'll get you a, a, an interview with her. And she's like, Yo, why would you do that for me? And she's like, cause you're beautiful and you know, and I want to be your friend or whatever. Yeah. Do you want to go to a party? And she's like, what kind of party? An awesome party. Right. And, uh, so they go. And that's and, where they meet up with the other two. Yeah. Those two chicks, um, you could tell are instantly were bitches, <laughs> you know, um, haters, haters to the 10th yes. degree. Right. Um, I got to say, man, I know that you don't think about this when you hand me movies like this, or maybe you do. I don't know. But I have a daughter, mm-hmm. and I look at movies like this as cautionary tales of shit that I would never let my daughter do. Right. Like, now she can never do ballet <laughs> because of the feet. <laughs> I would never let my baby's feet look like that. I, I literally don't think about that. Yeah, I know. So. I know. And I, that's what I'm saying. And I'm like, you know, but because sometimes we see shit in these movies that like think horrible things happen to women and I'm just uh, like, we're going to do Ingrid goes west next because that's a fucked up. Oh, of course. <laughs> and uh I just like I think to myself like you know my I couldn't imagine, dude. Right. But a lot of these girls don't have a father figure in their life so they are you know getting into these things and they don't have any guidance. Well, I was going to say that, but that leads me <laughs> on to something later on in this movie that <laughs> I gotta say, but anyways, yeah. So she gets the interview with the smiling agency. Well, um, this scene real quick when she meets up with the uh, the other two girls. Oh yeah, yeah. My bad, I skipped over because there's a there's a little yeah, yeah. part in here that I'm like, oh, like watching it the second time. Right, I'm like, right. it pays off later. They're uh, putting on their makeup and they were talking about how makeup is either named after sex or it's food, mm-hmm. and they were you know playing this little game like, what kind of makeup would you be, and it just plays into the movie later on and we'll get to it. But, um, talking about sex and food. And then one of the girls was like, who are you fucking? Yeah. Like, what, excuse me? Yeah. She's like, what do you mean? She's like, when everybody walks into a room and looks at you, the first thing they think is they don't know you. So who are you fucking? Who are you fucking? And can you 
get bigger than can you grow can you get past me yeah yeah something can you like go that farther than me right higher than me can yeah. you climb higher than me that's what she that's says. it yeah and i was like damn i mean i get it like every field is competitive you know but they really like painted home that like fashion models are like fucking dead inside ruthless yeah like just conniving motherfuckers but mm-hmm. uh i'm interested to see like what actual models think of this movie yeah, I know. I didn't. Because uh, this does paint a very brutal imagery of at least one model. I life. have to say, for me, watching this the second time around, because the first time you don't know what you're getting into. The yeah. second time you know what you're getting into, so you can kind of like get a better feel for it. And I feel like he's trying to show how beautiful and like dangerous this field is. How ruthless everyone is. What it takes to I'm be. I'm thinking like, did he read a story? Right. Was, you know what I'm saying? Something like this, like that kind of, you know, buzz. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. The first half of it doesn't really line up or where they take it. I, I didn't feel that. Oh, well, I, I have something to right. get into that because I paused the movie at exactly half just by accident because I had to like get something to drink or go to the bathroom. And I realized this scene was happening at exactly midpoint of the movie. And we'll get to it, but... I don't think I know what scene you're talking about. Right, and I was like, that's so interesting. Well, I guess that was, like, the gateway to it. Yep. Because... So, uh, it is, like, a different half of the movie. All right, well, I picked up on that, too. Um, So... She gets the interview. Yeah, these chicks pretty much... You know what I did? You know, and another thing that should have been a red flag for old girl is while those two are sitting there literally just ganging up on her, Mm -hmm. making her feel like shit because she's just natural. Don't get me wrong. The girl that plays her, um, Jesse is a gorgeous girl, you know, mm-hmm. like she's very beautiful. Elle Fanny, she's a very beautiful person. And, uh, they made her feel like shit for it. You right. Know? Made her feel bad for looking so good. Because one of them goes about on and on about how she's had everything done and how she's like symmetrically perfect. And she doesn't uh, have natural beauty. She has manufactured beauty. Right. She even calls herself bionic woman. Right. Well, the her doctor, her doctor surgeon. that does her work calls her bionic woman. She's like, is that a good thing? And then she just, they both kind of just laugh like, oh, you dumb bitch. Like, you don't. Yeah, know. I heard your parents were dead. Yeah. That must be really hard for you. Right. Like, damn. Just took the claws out immediately. And then, like, you know that Ruby told them. Oh, yeah. How else would they fucking know? Right. And she's just sitting there with this fucked up smile on the whole mm-hmm. time. And not, and that's why I was going to say, like, how wasn't that a red flag? Like, this girl is not your friend. It is, but she doesn't know anybody. And these are her gateway into yeah so she kind of has to put up with the bullshit so they go out there and there's like a modeling slash like art exhibit i guess Mm -hmm. going on out there oh it's it's straight like techno yeah (laughs) it may really maybe miss molly i was just (laughs) i'm just kidding folks but anyways uh yeah it just shows all them staring and they're all staring at her with like this like if looks could kill right and uh, so anyways, it cuts to the next day. She gets up, goes to the modeling agency, mm-hmm. and there's like five girls out there waiting. And she comes in and goes right to the back. Mm-hmm. You know? Where there's like, what, 10, 15 girls mm-hmm. just in their lingerie doing the walk? No, that's after. Oh, is it after? Yeah. Okay. She's talking oh, to no, because that's when she goes to what's her name? Yeah. yeah. From uh, Mad Men. She, uh. She's talking to the lady. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Because that's when she was like, um, what did she say? Don't trust anybody or... Oh, no. She's like, uh, I won't call you fat. But that doesn't mean other people won't. Right. So you have to get a tough skin. 
for what people will say to you. She's like, you're in shape. That's rare. Um, your beauty is just off the chart. She's like, I see 30 girls a week that come from small towns that guys said they're beautiful and they should model. And I have to crush their dreams. She goes, but with you, you're going to be, you're going to go far. Like you ever seen a mad man? Uh, I've seen an episode here and there. Oh, Christina Hendricks. She's on it and she's fucking gorgeous. She's, I was obsessed with her in mad men. So I just know John Hamm was good on it. Yeah. Uh, that's a good show. You should definitely check it out. Okay. Yeah. I'll put that on. Recommendation. Recommendation. Um, anyway, so she pretty much gets the job and she's like, how old are you? She's like, I'm 16. And, She's like, you shouldn't tell people that. You should tell people you're 18 or 19. 19. Yeah. 18 is too on the nose. Yeah. She's like, tell people you're 19. And she's like, well, I don't know about that. You know. What's really funny, she's like, nobody would believe me. And she's like, they don't care. They believe what they're told. I was like, whew. That's chilling. Yeah. Because this probably happens a lot. Yeah. You know. Like I said, all red flags, all things that I would be like, never, yeah, never, exactly. never allow my daughter to do that. Um. And we have to talk about like the condition she's living in. It's like a fucking hotel that people rent as like apartments. I have, uh, yeah, those hotels and the shady ass owner, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, this is the <laughs> most fucked up thing I've ever seen Keanu Reeves in. I'm so surprised I saw him when he popped up. I was like, when yeah? I saw him in the fucking credits, I said, <laughs> I know he doesn't need money. Like John Wick one at least came out by now. Like he was doing fine. Like. Mm-hmm. Why did like he, him and the old boy must be friends? Can like, I just say this is some of the best acting he's ever done? And it's such a small part. It's such a fucking terrible person. Like, and that's the, that's the scariest part is why are you better at acting like this right. than in anything I've ever seen you in, bro? He didn't even do the Keanu head deal or nothing, dude. Yeah. Like, he was improvising lines. I said, this is scary. Yeah, yeah. We he saw was the by real far, He was by far the creepiest fucking part of this movie, dude. <laughs> uh, no, no, second part. Ruby got number one. Oh, yeah, 100%. Ruby Ruby's fucked one. up. So I was noticing the room this time around. Like, it's very, the wallpaper, the curtains, her uh, duvet or whatever it is, is all color covered in, like, floral and I kind of got the thing that she's like almost in the woods. You know what I mean? This is just me picking up on things. I don't know if this is what he was trying to say, but this is kind of what I got from it. Mm-hmm. Like she's in the neck of the woods, you know, right. co- color covered in all this um, floral stuff. I don't know. I just was trying to I was trying to understand what he's trying to say with all this decorative. So she goes out on a date with this guy. I don't remember how they meet or if it even says. Is it the photographer guy is at the beginning that oh, she's yeah, with guy, throughout the yeah, whole movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So he takes it's just her. this guy that's like obsessed with her and he's kind of like following her around and she's just like having him along. Just so she's not alone. And they go out on like a date or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she tells him how old and he's like, I think I left something like at the stove on at home. Like, You're right. I don't want to go to jail. Yeah. And that was kind of creepy that she was like, no, stop. It's fine. You know, like I, w- I wouldn't do that. And then like, they go on the little date or whatever. And then afterwards, like he tries to like make out with her. She's like, shakes his hand. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, so you were like, Oh, it's, you're too young. It's not cool. And then you're yeah, like, until she's cool with it. Then. Instantly. It's fine. Yeah. Like, 
It doesn't say how old he is, but it doesn't look very. It implies that he's over eighteen. Oh, def- definitely, yeah, for sure. Um, you get that vibe a lot off of the men in this movie mm-hmm. that they don't care how old she is. Yeah, it shows the disgusting underbelly of this world. It doesn't paint men very well in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, after the date or whatever. That's when she goes back to her hotel and there's a fucking cougar in there. About lying. Yeah. Yeah. So fuck cougar in the car. I have a uh, I have a thing to say on that because I knew there was I some kn- kind of thing. I'm not tying into that, but I I'm not entirely sure. Like I I try to pick up on things the best I can, but I like to hear your perspectives because you don't like really watch movies like this much on at your all, own at all. Yeah. So I like to under like to hear what you think because I didn't have anything for the cougar, but then I started to see a motif and I'm like, oh, there's something there. Right. But because uh, in a lot of shots, there are um, taxidermied animals, but they're mostly like predator animals. Yeah. And then you notice them in the background. It yeah, happens yeah, yeah. a few times yeah, throughout the movie, that, especially in the mansion. Yeah. So yeah. that's I think there's a motif there. Like these are predators around she's you like a, she's the prey yeah right so i think that's what it, he was trying to do but yeah i get that mm-hmm. and even keanu reeves like he doesn't even want to go help her yeah yeah yeah. this is our introductory into him and some guy named mike who's just like i don't know doing meth or hanging out <laughs> yeah, with keanu yeah, yeah. Reeves. and mike get the bet <laughs> mike flashlight like mike's got everything <laughs> mike's just this guy i guess mm-hmm. and uh of course, there's a fucking mountain lion in there. Yeah. And uh, he's like, you can pay for the damages. He's like, you're paying How for is this my shit? fault? Yeah. You left the door open. <laughs> well, I mean, she's a young girl and he knew he could intimidate her. Yeah. And uh, so we cut to she goes to see this big time photographer that uh, Ruby and the model agency set up for. Right. He's so, the big wig of photography in this field. And, it thought it was really crazy. To, like, I've never seen a, uh, a room like that. It's just all white, like a white screen mm-hmm. or whatever, I guess is what it was. Yeah. Um, he's taking pictures of this other chick when she goes back there and she, uh, Ruby does her makeup and they give her like this golden outline, kind of like a, like a goddess, I would imagine. You know, that's what I got the vibe off of it. Yeah. And she goes out there and he's like, I don't. I don't see anything here or something like that. Like to that effect, like I'm not going to shoot you. Mm -hmm. I think the white represented like purity Mm -hmm. supposed to like reflect, reflect how like pure she is because this is the very her. She's innocent in this early of her career. So that's what I took from the white. And, uh, he makes everyone leave. Right. He's like, he's like, I don't have time or something. She's like, I can stay. It's not a big deal. Yeah. And, uh, he's like, get naked mm-hmm. and she's like drops down to her drawers and he's like all of it which he's a creepy motherfucker too he's one of those creeps he's been like, in some other stuff like he looks like the guy that plays fucking rorschach he does in, doesn't he in, yeah uh in, in watchmen right but, um the movie not the tv show mm-hmm. um but yeah i've i've seen him in other stuff like I, i'd have to pull him up but yeah, he's one of those creeps that doesn't cross that line of, like, touching. He's one that doesn't usually play uh, good guys. Right. Desmond Harrington. Mm-hmm. He just, Like, even his profile picture looks like a villain. <laughs> like a Bond villain. Um, he's just got one of those faces. Same thing with Charles Baker. Like, he looks like he robbed a 7-Eleven in his life. You know what I mean? <laughs> Anyways. Uh, 
Dean was the boyfriend slash right. friend, male friend. Um, so where are we at? He's uh he goes in the back and gets all this uh, paint yeah, and starts gold rubbing paint. gold paint all over. And she kind of like gets into it. Yeah, at first she was very hesitant but, and reserved, but you see her slowly accepting it. It's like you said with the white was her innocence, and then he turns out the lights, mm-hmm. and the only light is the doorway he comes in with the paint. Yeah. So it's kind of like her opening it up to the darkness, you know, like yeah. getting you know, getting that accepting it. Yeah. Way. I like it. Like she knows she has to do it to get where she wants to go. Mm-hmm. This is what it takes getting naked and having a strange man, rub rub his hands all over you with paint. Exactly. Weird as <laughs> shit. Terrible, <laughs> horrible. Um, it wouldn't be so bad if she wasn't 16. Yeah. Like if really, she was like 18, 19, it wouldn't be as bad. But the fact that she's 16 makes it so much more uncomfortable. That's what I said. I thought about that a lot. Like really like, like unless he was trying to paint the picture that, this happens to a lot of underage girls. Mm-hmm. Like why he felt the he necessity does. to make her, her underage. Yeah. Cause it's still horrible if she's 18. Right. If she, if she is night, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. But it makes it worse that she's underage. Cause that's someone's baby. You know, exactly. like, that's what I thought. Like it, it really did. It made it that much more hurtful when you watch it, dude. Like I'm not lying, dude. No, Who I know. Hurt I, was, you? Like, I was thinking about like, um, <laughs> Synecdoche, New York, New York. You're like, yeah. after I watched this movie, I just went and hugged my daughter. Yeah. It's like, how many of these movies, <laughs> how many of these are you going to fucking give me, Greg? I can't handle this After shit. this ended, I went and hugged my daughter and then came over. This one, I was just kind of blown away at like, yeah, yeah. how crazy, like how left field it went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, anyways, building building to that. You're right. Uh, so she goes in there. You know, I guess nothing else happens. He takes the pictures, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, he thinks they're great, you know? And Ruby's outside. And she's like, you stayed? And she's like, you're my friend. Of course I stayed. And she uh, tells her that they think that I'll get called for something else. And... Uh, I think that's when uh, she goes to the lingerie one. Yeah. And there's like 10, 15 girls sitting out right. there. And she gets called. And one of the girls from the bathroom is in there. Well, whenever the first girl walks, he seems like so interested, like the guy that chooses the girls. I don't know what he is. And then whenever Ellen or what's her name? Fanning. Jesse. Oh, yeah, Jesse. Whenever she starts walking, he's like super interested. Yeah. And so when she does go to the bathroom, you can tell this girl. She's been like, she's like fading. Life. Yeah. She's like a fading star. Yeah. And you have this new blood in. Yeah. They break the mirror. She cuts her hand on it and the girl just jumps on her hand to start like trying to suck her blood. Vampire. And yeah. She is like fucking fucking locking down dude yeah it's fucking gross it is fucking gross but it kind of shows like how desperate they are to stay relevant like some demonic shit right there (laughs) think about it like uh fucking drinking the blood you know well it's like a virgin uh, because she's a virgin that like that's kind of play into it right well you've heard about the one queen that used to take baths in baby's blood to try to stay youthful it's like some illuminati shit dude like this movie touches on a lot of weird shit mm-hmm. um purposefully i'm assuming no uh so she gets out of there and she goes back to her hotel and she sees keanu reeves down there like smoking a cigarette and just like staring at her room so she's creeped out she calls old dean over there you know because it's like her only friend mm-hmm. she passes out 
from I guess the blood or whatever. Yeah. And it was a beautiful shot. He hands her some flowers and she kind of like passes out and they fall around her. I don't know. I kind of liked it. He cleans her hand up and pulls the glass out, which was like a good fucking chunk. I don't know how she left that shit in there as long as she did. Mm-hmm. Um, she like, tells her what happened about the mountain lion and about how fucking what a dick Keanu Reeves is. So he goes down to be like Joey Badass. And I'm thinking to myself, like, this dude's a buck fifty soaking wet. Like, Keanu Reeves, being Keanu Reeves, could kick his ass. Like, you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, he has to play a hard ass in this movie, and it's fucking hilarious. Right, and Keanu Reeves, like, doesn't even need Mike for this. <laughs> he just jumps on old boy, and he's like, are you are you tapping that or something? Like, and this is when I got the realization that Keanu Reeves is creepy as fuck, dude. And a much better actor than I give him credit for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you said it. This might be the best actor he is. <laughs> right. I didn't think about it until you said it, but that's fucked up if that's the truth. Because I'm going to believe that it's not. I like other movies. Because his, like, biggest movies, The Matrix. But he you did know, Keanu Reeves it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's fucked up, right? Like, <laughs> out of all the shit you've seen him in, dude, he did Keanu Reeves it. The one line where he's like, uh, 213 is something oh my, to see. 214. Oh my God, dude. That's that what was I, his improvised line. That's what I meant, dude. <laughs> fucking runaway, Sandusky, Ohio. 13 years old. She'll fucking let you do anything to her. I'm like, oh. Yeah, it's fucking disgusting. And that's why I said, like, Keanu Reeves, that we, there's, there's something in your eyes we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you pulled something dark out. Yeah, bro. You showed way more acting in this fucking 10 minutes you got in this movie than in that entire Matrix fucking franchise. Right. Like, I'd have to go watch Bill and Ted after this to like fucking get a good taste Cle- of Palette my- cleanser. Dude, because like this motherfucker <laughs> left a bad taste in my mouth from Keanu Reeves, bro. I don't even think John Wick would have helped. Like it would have just made you know me who, feel worse. Who would have been different? Uh, fucking Nicolas Cage. He would have killed that shit. I don't see you see that's a lot that's see that's a thing though. Mm-hmm. I've seen Nick Cage play a lot of fucking weird ass movies, but I've never seen him play that kind of weird. That creep, yeah. Never seen him play like a like a like a somebody that hurts kids or women. Like I've never right. seen that him do that in any way. Yeah. Um some people just aren't comfortable even pretending. You know what I mean? No, 100%. I couldn't like, sit there and say like, hey, there's a 13-year-old, you should go and fuck her. Like, no, that's I'm just not saying cool. like even an actor that can do that in a show, like mm-hmm. I think that that takes a lot of like you have to be very good at what you do because right. you know to to even put yourself in that mind frame to be believable. Well, I think he understands what this movie's trying to say is how like disgusting this right. industry is. And so, she, well, she's in L.A., right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, and like, you do hear about shit like that, you know, Hollywood, like not necessarily modeling, but like girls trying to get into movies and anything, you know, mm-hmm. like this is. You like, pretty much have to suck and fuck your way to the top. And hope you don't get fucking killed or strung out along the way. Right. Like, it's a very sad, you know. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I was really surprised that, that they didn't add in there. They didn't throw any really drugs in there. No, not really. I think um, it would have affected what he was trying to say yeah it's true because then it would have made you think like is all that shit in her head yeah exactly yeah that's a good point so um anyways keanu reeves has this creepy shit and uh then (laughs) um she uh which one what what happens after that they go oh she goes to that show 
Mm-hmm. She's getting ready to do that sh- show. Right. And she's sitting in there and the other girl, the the one that um didn't get beat out. She didn't she beat out the she didn't beat out the other girl got hired too. Yeah. Um she's like, What are you doing here? She's like, I'm in the show. She's like, This show. <laughs> and she's like, Yeah. She's like, That's my chair. So she just gets up and moves to the other chair <laughs> and she's talking about, You wanna know what I've had done, don't you? And she's like, Sure. She's like, goes on this laundry list, like pretty much like nothing on this bitch is real. Right. And uh, you really do get why they call her the bottom woman. She's like, doesn't all that hurt? Yeah. And she was like, anything that's, that's makes you beautiful, like is right or something like, or anything that's worth it is. And I feel like that's true to a certain extent. But I feel like there's, it's more metaphorical than physical. Not necessarily because well, there are trying to be like a bodybuilder or some shit, you know. Um, like, you know about binding feet in the Chinese culture, right? Oh, like making your feet small. Yeah. Oh, so these women yeah. would bind their feet to make them small because small feet were attractive. So they are like dismorphing themselves to become beautiful, and you know that shit's not. It doesn't feel good. So no, nah, I mean I wouldn't. It's crazy what people will go through for beauty. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't agree with that. You know, yeah. I don't think anybody should have to change who they are, unless it's something positive. You know what I mean? Like, if you are out of shape and you say, like, I'm going to give it everything I got to not look like this anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, as long as you're not doing steroids and, like, you know, hurting your body doing it. You know what I mean? I don't see anything wrong with that. Or if you want to get a better job or if you, you know, goals are good. Yeah. And I'm not saying don't go hard as you can to get there, but like there's a difference between. There's a line between being happy with yourself and like wanting to change small things to make yourself feel better. So it's, it's a line. I think people should be allowed to do what they want. You know, I mean, like to a certain extent. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you shouldn't destroy your body for this unachievable beauty. For anything. Yeah. I don't feel like anything is worth that much. Right. You know, but I think that's the point of this movie. Mm-hmm. You know. Anyway, so she goes, uh, she her and the girl are going back and forth, and like she's like talking about how great she is and this and that. And the girl comes out the back and she's like, You're Jesse, right? She's like, Yeah, they want to see you. She's like I've already been fitted and she's like, I'm just a messenger. Right. She goes back and oh boy, that spent 25 minutes cleaning his glasses is back there, which by the way, I kept looking at him and I'm like, where do I know this dude from? Mm-hmm. He plays Dickie Molsasanti in, uh, the many saints of Newark. Oh really? Sopranos movie. Uh, He's the main character. Of course I kept does. thinking like, where the fuck is I know this guy? And then I was like, I love this guy as Dickie Molsasanti. Um, so yeah. Um, he he plays a real good asshole in this one. Yeah, uh, he does. I felt like if what they were trying to put off was like the most uh, misogynist, like uh, uh, like a shallow like view on women. Yes, like he captured that fucking perfectly. Yeah, I feel so too. And uh, if that's how all fashion designers are, because that's like what he's playing is like a fashion designer slash like model guy like he's the one that puts the dresses on the most beautiful women for these fucking shoots right and uh afterwards he like makes her the star he's like i'm gonna have you close my show and he gets her all and she's like beautiful you know and this is when this movie takes a fucking hard left yes and 
she has this moment where she's at the end of the runway and she looks out and it's like she's coming out of a prism and the only light is on the other side is is like this other side. It's like almost like a locked in or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's opened up for her. And right. she walks in and she sees nothing but herself all around her. Yeah. It's all surrounded by triangles and everything, mm. which triangles have much many meanings so you could really gather anything from it it could be from the three girls yeah that she's trapped in between it can be her rise to where she wants to be at like whatever you get from it i'm sure all of them are right (laughs) yeah and this is where i really feel like like we talked earlier she was that was the gateway and it's literally halfway through the movie. It really like if is. you pause it, it, it it's, I literally it's two did. hour movie. It's at it's hour at one an hour. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that is so insane. Dude. Yeah. Um, and she's already a very pretty girl, but it's almost like they changed her yes. just a little bit. And it, I, and that's why I said it compared me to black Swan a lot because it's like when Natalie Portman became the swan, mm-hmm. you know, the black swan, like her, right. her eyes changed, like everything about her facial expressions changed. Like you saw the, all the innocence go out of her. Yes. And now she's just this artificial thing. You know what I mean? What I, what like I loved about almost. You know? Yeah. What I loved about it is when it starts, it's blue and then halfway through it, like slowly changes to red. And by the end of the scene, it's red. Mm-hmm. And then the next scene is her all dressed up and she's like a different person. She has confidence in she's herself. Like, she like, has the beauty. She, it's almost like she's like old royalty. Like she's not even looking at the peasants. Yeah. And she has become the neon demon. <laughs> yeah. At exactly, this point. Exactly. Really do. And, uh, they're sitting around and she invited Dean out with her. Cause I guess like she wanted him to be there with her mm-hmm. beforehand anyways. Yeah. And the other girl in the show is like sitting there and she's like all trying to like shit on her. Like she's still the favorite, even though she almost broke her neck looking back at old girl (laughs) through the whole show. And I was like, that had to hurt, you know? And he's like, she's like, yeah, I think that like, you know, beauty's like, oh, if you've had to have work, you're not beautiful. Yeah. You're not real beauty. That's manufactured beauty. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I've thought about having my, the girl that's like his assistant or whatever. She's like, I've had a, she said, my voice doesn't match my, my face. So I was thinking about having my face. He's like, don't do that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, why? And he's like, cause then you're not beautiful. Or yeah. The people like, who notice, people they can see. Know. She's like, well, I don't think you can tell from everybody yeah. obviously. Cause she's had all that work done. And then like the guy Dean is the only one left. Or the only other man there. Right. thought that was really crazy, too, that, like, he had two women at the table with him, and then behind him were the other girls from the show in, like, separate booths, mm-hmm. and then Jesse and Dean were in their booth. Right. So it was like he had his pets with him at his table, and then the rest had to sit somewhere else. Like, no. I don't know. I didn't know if that's speaking to, like, he thought he was, like, the, the big dog and, you know, whatever, but, like, I don't know. I just thought it was, like, extra... Like yeah, I'm sure there's showing something there. him being like dominant over these fucking poor girls, right? You know? And he is he's the emperor to these women, right? Like just showing that like I'm better than you, mm-hmm. keeping you where you're at type of deal. Yeah. But anyways, uh, and he's like, be- uh, Dean's like, beauty isn't everything, and he's, he's like, like, you don't beauty is everything. He's like, it's the only thing. Yeah, it's the only thing, and uh, he's like, you know how I can tell? He's like, because you wouldn't have talked to her if she wasn't beautiful. And I was he like, goes, if you were beautiful, if she wasn't beautiful, you wouldn't even have stopped to look. Yep. And it's like, damn, you know, but like, I think that's like 
what she's supposed because we don't really get a good feel into her personality or anything, mm-hmm. you know. So because she doesn't have anybody, she's just a young girl who doesn't, you know, who just got lucked out and looks like this, right? And that's what she says earlier in the movie. She's like, "All I have are my looks, and I know that." So she, she's like, "I'm not good at anything, right. but being pretty," which she's I don't like, think is true at all. Well, I mean, I could see why she would feel like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she didn't have anybody to tell her otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I of course I don't think you know. You know, I mean, I think my wife's beautiful, but right, it's not. It's all not I everything like about her, you know. Yeah, because I'm sure you've dated like really pretty girls, but there's like not much below that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like women that have to cake on six, seven layers of shit and do all this to be a certain way for for them to feel like men like them. Yeah. That's not real beauty because like when you, when she goes home at night and takes all that shit off, that's what you're looking at every day. Mm -hmm. So like if I would have had to, my wife had to do all that to be what I wanted her, then I would have never been able to marry her. Yeah, exactly. Like I like my wife with nothing on Mm -hmm. when she wakes up, the eye boogers, the snot, all that. Like (laughs) that's what I like, you know, the natural beauty. Right. And that's why I know I love her because I like her just like that. Or when she's dolled up to go. Yeah. When, when girls get dolled up, it's like the icing on the cake kind of thing. Yeah, I'm not saying that she doesn't look, you know, she's beautiful either way. Right. Right. But that's like an enhanced beauty. Um, and her personality and just like, she's my best friend. That's why I married her, you know? And right. that's what, that's what I feel like love and beauty is about. You know, mm-hmm. there's other things that can be beautiful about somebody other than their looks. Right. Um, but of course, that, her but looks yeah, that, are what attracted you to her. Like, wow, she's really pretty. I should well, take initially, her out. I mean, there has to be some attraction. Exactly. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I know I remember whenever I, uh, cause my wife and I work, uh, met when we worked at the same place and I remember I went into work one day and, you know, I'm the kind of person I always hold the door for somebody, especially women. Right. So I held the door and I kind of like got a glimpse of who was walking through. And I was like, damn, she's really cute. You know, it's just those moments like that attract you to that person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a big believer in like love at first sight or anything like that. Like, I don't know how that shit works, but there's definitely the lust at first sight. Yeah, I hate that spark. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, my God, like she is gorgeous. Or mm-hmm. like. You know, they say something to you, it'll attract you to them. Well, I think half of it is you're attracted to somebody initially, but then you talk to them and it can go either way. Right. Like their personality is going to enhance that beauty oh, I've or seen, it's definitely really going to women that as soon as you hear them talk, it's like, oh, okay. So that's all you got. Yeah. Like you have nothing else to offer, but that face. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, so I love that part in this, whenever Dean is like, we should go. She's like, you can go like, cause she feels No, he's she- like, cause he's like, do you want to get out of here? He's like, I don't want to go. Like, I like, I can't believe this asshole just put me in this, like, like saying that's like how all men feel like is how he was like thinking about it. You mm-hmm. know, she's like, if you want to go, go. Yeah. Cause she feels like she's with her people now. Right. She feels confident. And that's why I said that, that after that scene, you know, she's different. Mm-hmm. Just the way she's sitting there. Yep. You know, she exudes confidence now. I didn't feel confidence. I felt like she felt better, like a sense of uh, belonging. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, cockiness. Well, I say confidence. Yeah, I guess cocky. Either way, 
Yeah, she is pretty cocky. Like, she was drinking the Kool-Aid at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She fully believed all that. Like, -hmm. like if somebody would have said, you're beautiful, she's like, I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me something I don't know, yeah. That's, that's like, where she was. And then later on in the movie, she, like, that's what I thought when it, and she she literally says that shit to Ruby, (laughs) when she standing on the diving board. Yeah, yeah. Women would kill give everything just to be a second rate version of me. I was like, damn bitch. Really? (laughs) Somebody's drinking the Kool-Aid hard. So anyways, she goes after this, goes back to the hotel. She's like, what are you doing here? Mm -hmm. And Dean's like, do you really feel like that? Like that was terrible. You know, like those people, you want to be like those people. Yeah. She's like, I want to be myself. That's what she They want to be like me. And then just walks over him like Dan literally steps over him like Allen Iverson over Tyron Lue in the finals. If you're a basketball fan, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and just walks past him and goes up to the room and she's in there laying on the bed. And then it cuts to like her laying there on the floor. Like, I guess she had rolled up. Oh, no, that's when she has the thing with Keanu Reeves. Oh, my God. The creepiest part of this oh whole fucking movie. God, dude. It's like a tie between that and a speech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting, dude. Um, he sticks his gun down this chick's gun. Is it a gun or it a, is knife? a knife? I can't see. It's really dark. Like, it is I really dark. Knew it was something. It's you know? a straight knife. Yeah. That's what I thought. All right, cool. Um, And he's like wider wider and he's like to the point where he's like at the handle <laughs> yeah he puts this whole knife down her throat and then she wakes she wakes up startled yeah uh, and uh somebody's like trying to break in her door mm-hmm. and then you hear next door that young girl's the next door yeah the 13 year old and it's led to believe that i think it's Keanu reeves that did it yeah it has that implication but doesn't really say and then she calls ruby and she's like he's killing her yeah. I love that shot though because what happens is he goes over there and basically rapes her. That's what it's implying is someone is raping the 13-year-old. And she goes against the wall to listen and then this shot I thought was really cool. It like pans away and she's like a silhouette against this like this is where I got the she's lost in a forest yeah. because around her is this wallpaper that's just like leaves and everything. It's kind of like she's lost in the woods. Right. That's just kind of my interpretation of it anyway. But yeah, the next scene is her calling Ruby and she's like, come over here. I'll keep you safe. Make sure everything's okay. And I thought it was kind of shitty. She didn't call the cops. What do I do? What should I do? Yeah. He already tried to come get me once. And I'm like, you should have called the cops then, bitch. Right. That's what I'm thinking. First of all, that was another thing that kind of got on my fucking nerves. Like she made all this money from modeling. Like, why the fuck is she still there? Like, that's. You know what I mean? Like, mm. Why are you still in that shithole? Has she made all that money or she's just like on a come up? I mean, you still got to get something for your time, right? Yeah. To use your likeness. Yeah. Like even if it's porn money, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you would figure they had to pay her something. Maybe. Maybe I'm not, not sure. the first one, you know, where we see her for the first time, but I would imagine. That show she did. After she got. Oh, yeah, definitely. That, right. that seemed like top notch. Like, right. Like, And this guy's supposed to be some big deal. She hadn't have made some money. Yeah. I don't know, but I guess that's why it's movie and not logical. But, uh, so she goes to Ruby's house and it's like this beautiful old mansion, a lot of great shots of 
art and things and like you said the cat like uh yeah. it's like it's a cheetah or a leopard one. yeah yeah a cheetah or a leopard um, right that's when i noticed it the second time i'm like wait right. there's another predator animal like yeah. there's there's might be a motif and she's walking through because like she doesn't know where ruby is and right and that's a little bit later it's after this scene coming up which uh i thought that it was really crazy that they sh- ruby's like brushing her hair she's like my mom used to brush my hair after i've had a rough day and i'm like okay this is where we're gonna find out what kind of what ruby's really up to right right? um before this scene it was sprinkled in ruby works at a morgue right where she does the makeup for the people that have deceased right that it plays a part so i wanted to mention that but anyway go ahead yeah yeah Yeah, i really got to talk about that with you anyways um so yeah, uh, Ruby's like brush her hair. She's like, I think you're a really wonderful person, Ruby. Why are you so good to me? She's like, that's what friends do, you know? And like, I think you're really awesome too. And she like starts like rubbing her foot and then she like kissed her shoulder and then she like starts kissing her neck. Right. And then she's like, what are you doing? And she's like, I thought that's what you wanted. And she's like, no, I've never done anything like that. She's like, I lied. And she's like, oh, I don't care. Like, that's fine. You know, like, you know, and then she like starts in like really hard. You Forcing know? herself on her. Yeah. And she's like, no, no. And then like, ends up kicking her off the fucking bed. Mm-hmm. Ruby just gets up and leaves. Yeah. Doesn't say a fucking word. Yeah. And this harpens back to the beginning of the movie where they're like, are you food or your sex? Well, she's not sex. So I guess we'll find out what that means. Yeah. <laughs> so... Ruby goes to work the next day and uh, she's already like laid out clothes for old girl. Mm -hmm. And that's where she's like at home and she's like painted herself up with all this glitter and like she's like made herself look like this, you know, goddess again. Right. And. uh, What was it? Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's the most the second most fucked up scene of this movie. Oh, that's where Ruby goes back to work work, and there's a young woman. And this is where I'm kind of like, was that the girl in 214? Oh, I didn't even think about that. I mean, she looked a little older than 13. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's a fucked up thing to think, but But I just thought young woman. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean, and uh, she does look like she was a part of this industry and just didn't make it. If you know what I mean. I thought it was either that or it was one of the girls, but obviously it wasn't because we see them later on yeah, in the yeah, movie, yeah. but I thought it was either maybe one of them. They all kind of look the same after a while. Exactly. Like, and that's another thing. Like, you know, it's just like, you feel bad. Cause like for the women that really want to be in this, like you feel sorry for them almost like right. to me when I see fashion models, I don't think like that's the fucking bar of beauty. Mm-hmm. I just think like, wow, those girls look like they need a sandwich. Right. Yeah. They look sad as shit, you know? And she even touches on it in the next scene after this, but I got to get, I got to get through this. So what did Ruby do to this? This might be the top, it might've made it into my top five most fucked up things I've seen in a movie. Really? It really was. I almost fucking threw up. (laughs) That bad, huh? Not at first. I guess. But she gets into it. So fun fact, she was supposed to just kiss the corpse. She got in there. But the actor... Decided to get on top and start riding this she's corpse. Like, and the director was like, just keep it going. And like, she starts fucking tonsil in this thing. Yeah. 
and it's like I'm fucking gagging at this point. I know it's not real, so that's how I kind of get past it. It's like I know that's a real person, not real unreal. Acting. That yeah, was real acting. acting. <laughs> she was getting into that shit. Yeah, she, so she's she, into she necrophilia. Kind of, yeah, hardcore. Um, <laughs> but it shows shots of her right and it shows uh jesse getting the ready like with her makeup and stuff right so, so it's showing imagine. ruby how right how obsessed ruby is with her right and so jesse gets all dolled up and she goes out and stands on this diving board and this pool has no water in it. Mm-hmm. um fun fact i don't know why it just popped into my head but uh this movie was actually shot in chronological order Oh really? Yeah, movies aren't usually shot like that, but yeah, this they one go was. Here, there, and everywhere. Yeah, they usually go backwards or kind of like wherever they need it. Right. But this was shot for the most part chronologically. The only difference was the uh, morgue scenes. Those were the only two shots that weren't shot. That's cool. Within, yeah. Um. So yeah, she's at the pool, all dolled up on the diving board. And Ruby's like, "What are you doing?" And then she goes on her little speech about how perfect she is, how everybody wants to be like her, and stuff like that. So. Yeah, and she goes to walk in the house, and one of those chicks that she beat out is standing in there, mm-hmm. and like the other one comes out of left field and tackles her fucking ass. No, she punches her. Fun, oh, that's fun right. fact, she, real punch. Oh, really? She really hit her in the face. Damn, <laughs> that's when that got real. Right. Uh, so they. They run, she runs and pulls out a knife and then they grab out a knife. Yeah, I thought that part was really funny is she grabs a knife out of this uh, block and then the other girl walks up like, I can get one too. Yeah, like She should have took all of them. <laughs> so she should have done. I thought it was funny. Yeah, then they chase her throughout the house. And I guess they cut her once because she's kind of limping. She ain't really running very fast. It's probably that punch. Yeah, fucking socked her to her. <laughs> um, They corner out by the empty pool. And then Ruby comes out of the woodwork and she's like, look, Ruby, why are you doing this to me? Like, that's the look on her face. Mm-hmm. And Ruby just gives her a mush right into the fucking pool. Yep. And I was like, God, how uncomfortable was it for her to take that shot with her legs fucked and pretzled like that? Like, <laughs> If you notice, you can see her toes wiggling a little bit. Like, oh, I don't know how they got that, that shit shot. Hurts, yeah. She's got one foot up by like her shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> And she's like not all the way dead yet. Right, right. She and can still see them coming after her. The last thing they see, she sees is like all three of them. And then it cuts to one of the most shitty looking things I've ever seen. Like, that's the only time I've ever seen two chicks showering together that I still wasn't turned on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck? Why were they showering? Because they ate her. And bathed in her blood. And, and bathed in her blood. Yeah. And Ruby is watching from this bathtub of blood. It's like it went to Saul real quick in this movie. <laughs> and these chicks are just like fucking rinsing all this shit off. Like, Maybe think like how much blood is in a human body? I was thinking the same thing. Like they had to have saved a couple people, right? Like that's just, <laughs> she wasn't a big person either. Like I just felt like that was a little far-fetched. I feel like she's filling up a two liter at best. Like. <laughs> <laughs> A gallon jug, maybe, but like, I don't know. I don't it did seem a little excessive because the pool Google was that. pool was full. Uh, not the pool. That but shit the, was uh, to the brim. Yeah, yeah. She was shoulder deep in that water, dude. Blood, blood. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just it's just like this movie's so fucked up. Yeah. And uh, cuts to the next day where one of the girls is going to a modeling 
mm-hmm. gig, and the other one's just there with her. And she's just sitting on the couch, and one girl's like, can you believe that my friend's, like, turning 21 and still trying to be a model? <laughs> like, I told her, you're old, you're on the downslope, you need to go find something else to do, and... She's like, I totally took this job from her or whatever. And she's like, has anybody ever done that to you? And she's like, she like started laughing or something. Yeah. And she's like, what'd you do? And she's like, I ate her. her. (laughs) And the other girl just like looks over at her like, what? Because she knows like you probably really did. They did. Yeah. Yeah. They both did. Mm Mm-hmm. And they go out there and of course it's the same creepy motherfucker from the first with Jesse. He's the top photographer. And sees old girl sitting on the couch. <laughs> and he looks at the one girl that ate her. Uh, and he's good. But then he gets to the other one. And then he sees the girl on the couch. And he's like, what are you doing here? I don't know you. And she's like, I'm waiting on my friend. He's like, I want to use you for this. Is that okay? She's like, yeah. So and so, you're fired. <laughs> what the fuck? This isn't fair. Like, uh, she gets her hair all braided up and uh, they get the leather whatever on and then they're both out there. And then the girl that had been out there the whole time, she starts getting sick, like real sick. And uh, she goes, she just like walks out. Oh, that's what it is. They're out by a pool. And mm-hmm. she keeps looking at the pool. It's making her sick. Yeah, because that that's that? where the old girl was, you know. True. And uh, she goes in there and throws up a fucking eyeball. Throws up Jesse's eyeball, and then the most top five grossest shit ever, dude. She's like, I got to get her out of me, and starts like cutting her. Abs. Takes a fucking pair of like knitting, like for fittings and shit, and just guts up the middle, dude. Like, yeah, Braveheart style. And the other girl is just watching this happen, like not doesn't react. even take her fucking shades off, right? Until after it's done, and then eats the fucking eyeball, dude. I couldn't believe that. So then just turns around and goes back to work because she was like, I got to get her out of me. And the other chick's like, I love this shit. <laughs> Interpretation. She was the neon demon now. Yeah. I yeah. think first time I watched this, I was like, this industry is so hard. It'll eat you alive. And I think that Ruby was like the devil. Oh yeah. And like sacrifice this girl because she wouldn't let her like have her. That's an interesting take. Yeah. If I can't have you, nobody can. No, like if you're not willing to, these two bitches would more than likely would more. <laughs> I'll than, feed you to the wolves. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah they, and that's what I thought. You know, with the predator and all that, that's what it was. It mm-hmm. was the wolf eating a little Red Riding Hood. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean, I like that. Yeah, um, it was a very artistic, crazy fucking way of showing it. Um, definitely not something I would have signed up for by myself. Well, the one that I like is the girl that had all the work done mm. is the one that was throwing up. Right. Cause so it was she, like, she saw, she, she thought it would be what she wanted, but then she saw about, it's kind of like she saw behind the curtain. You know what I mean? Well, I, I took it as she was manufactured beauty. She wasn't real beauty. She ate real beauty and her body couldn't handle it. You know what I mean? Oh, that's a good way of looking at it too. Yeah. Yeah. And the other girl never had any work done. So she ate the eye with no problem and went back to work. So because she had it yeah she, she has natural she beauty. wasn't as beautiful as her but she was like yeah she didn't have the work right because earlier in the movie she talks about how jealous that the other girls had all the work that she mm-hmm. wants and everything mm-hmm. she's got the best doctor the best surgeon or whatever <sighs> crazy fucking movie dog yeah this is this is one that like stuck with me i could not stop thinking about this movie after i watched it it like hit me on like a deep level 
Not going to lie, the last hour, like I said, it was fucking off the wall. Didn't see it coming. Definitely made it better because up until then, I'm like, this movie makes it. Like, why the fuck does he even like this movie? You know what I mean? I was yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. first he gives me one about fucking ballet, and then the next one he gives me about fashion models. Like, bro, did you want to be a chick? Or like, what the fuck? Maybe. I'm, maybe know. I'm trying to tell you You trying to tell me something? No, it's just uh, it, uh, like after I watched Neon Demon, it made me think of Whiplash and Black Swan because of that obsession. Well, yeah, over yeah, things. yeah, that's what I was saying, because my wife asked me why you picked this one. I said this one. He said capped off and it, it was a good one to end it with because yeah. this was the most extreme version of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Um, that's why I wanted to do these in succession. So. You want my rating? Yeah. What's your rating? You're not going to be happy. No, I get it. This was the worst of the three. That's why it was last. Not um, worst as in like Nick won't like this worst. Right. Um, <laughs> six one. Six one. Six one. Not too bad. I gave it six because like I said, it is beautiful. It is. Yeah. He, that director movie. is so talented. Like, I know you don't like drive, but it's such a beautifully shot movie, if anything else. Right. And you know, it's more just, I don't fuck with Ryan Gosling. I know. And I don't know why. I've never been a big fan of his, man. Uh, there's only a couple movies that he's ever been in that I thought like, wow, he was good in this. Mm-hmm. You know, like he added to this movie, not made it worse. Right. But that's just how I feel. Yeah. I loved him in Remember the Titans. <laughs> you know? Yeah. As the white dude that couldn't play. Yeah, right, I loved right. him in that. He was great. I give this one a, if you're into weird artsy movies, I highly recommend it. But if you're not into weird subjective or what am I trying to say? Symbolism. I feel like it's just a very extreme. It's an extreme example of like what, what certain industries, like what they're, I don't know, man. Like I said, I would be really interested to see how supermodels feel about this movie. Yeah, that would be a good to talk to them about it and see how they like feel. Like a good watch and reaction. Mm-hmm. Like let girls that do this for a living, you know, let them see and then they'll see what they're like. You know, I could definitely see, you know, this happening to a girl or like, I've, you know, whatever. But Yeah, that would be an interesting take. Or if like, well, it's not this bad. Like I would never let somebody do this to me. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. If whatever. someone was, was an aspiring model, I would not show this to them. Just movie. because I want to be a model doesn't mean I'm fucking whore or whatever. Right. You know what I mean, like I have morals, like yeah. I was raised by good people or whatever. I just would be interested to hear what they say because it is one of those movies that like, it's just like with Black Swan, like how bad do, you know, do ballerinas make so much money that it's worth putting their bodies through that? You know, is the psychological, the starving themselves to be a certain weight, to mm-hmm. look a certain way in it? Like, is it worth it all that to them? Right. I mean, obviously it is to a certain extent because people do it. it or would is be, it that brutal? It would be interesting to have you have your podcast where you have these kind of movies and you talk to professional people about these movies. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Because I know sad. they do something like that online where there's like bank robberies and you have like an ex bank oh, robber. I do talk- love those. Yeah. I do love those. Yeah. That'd be the ones I'd want to do. Bro. Right. I mean, it would be cool to talk to an actual ballet, but like the hard part would be, would be like getting somebody that's been big time like that. seasoned. Yeah. Right. Cause like if a chick's done like, you know, part time volunteer work, you know, as a whatever, like they don't know the intricacies of real. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I want to talk to somebody that's been on that highest level because like they, they know like if it was shitty, they know, yeah. you know, or like whatever. Honestly, I don't think it would be that hard to like, just talk to them. Something, something, something like ballet, I don't think would be as hard, mm-hmm. but like, but a supermodel. Yeah. Like they don't want to talk to just anybody. No, that's true. I think I'm like some fucking creepy creep. Dude, yeah. Just like 
the millions of other ones that hit him up every day. <laughs> That's but, true. Uh, yeah, certain ones like I've always wanted to talk to musicians that have like been on the road. What's some of their stories like? What oh, is definitely. It like trying to be trying to be a fucking fan, like a a successful musician or whatever. Just like on the road playing those dive bars, like trying to get your name out there. Like I would love to talk to those people. Yeah. Like how long have you been doing this? I've been doing this shit for ten years. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, we went any further? Like you know, like shit like that. I find fascinating. Man. Yeah, I went to. Uh, we were at some show. It was like Battle of the Bands or something like that. But they had like some closing bands, quote unquote. They were just uh, cover artists. Mm -hmm. But this guy was like 50 years old and he's like been doing this 30 years. And this is what his life is, is just playing these, you know, cover band shows after these concerts. And that would be a guy to talk to. Like, you know, he's seen and been through some shit. Well, I've known people that have normal nine to fives and that's what they do for their weekend warriors yeah yeah they do their their gigs you know like hey i'm off like let's get the band together or whatever some people it it is just a hobby or it is just a good time for them right or a way to something they enjoy doing but then there are people that that this is all they've ever wanted you know Mm -hmm. and that's all they've ever pursued because that's what they want and like i wonder like what make that's when you you know we've talked about that a couple times like what is it to in your mind like what does it mean to be successful right are you happy with where you're at or do you feel like you should be better mm-hmm. like what is what is it is it the money that makes you successful or is it happy happiness you know what i mean yeah everyone has a different gauge of what their success is because i mean being rich would be awesome you know what i mean but if you're doing something you fucking hate mm-hmm. to do it you're still going to do it yeah exactly but if it's something you love, you'll never feel like you worked ever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, I wonder about that. Like, is the love of it worth not making the money that you feel like you've earned or deserved? Or I think that's really what it comes down to is the love for it. The passion of it. What like gets it you up and keeps you going on the road to these shows, knowing you're going to make 150 bucks, like enough to cover your gas and maybe eat, mm-hmm. have a beer after you're done. Right. Like, that's insane, man. Those are the people that I'm, like, so envious of. They have that passion. It's like, that's all they want to do with their life is this one thing. And that's what I'm saying. And if that's enough for them, then I find that fucking beautiful. Right. And that struggle that they they enjoy that. You know, Mm -hmm. I personally can't do it because I don't just depend on myself anymore. Yeah. You know, I have other people that depend on me, so I can't just, like, drop everything and go do that. Yeah, you can't just be, like, passionate about something. This right here is, like, honestly, like, where I've gotten in life, this is my dream now. Like yeah. We're doing what we, like, what we want to do. Right. Well, I, at least I feel like I am anyways. Yeah. Like, to be a podcaster, like, I think that's the coolest shit ever, bro. Like, yeah, we're not, like, Joe Rogan yet, which I don't know if that's a great thing anymore. Like, they're going hard <laughs> on your dog, dude. I wanted to ask you lately, like, how you felt about all that, dude. Censorship is not the answer. I get that, but, like, they're saying he's spreading COVID, like, anti-truth. Bro. Yeah, he's, I don't feel like he is, though. I think he's just getting pers- a little butthurt, you know, or, like, taking it. But, like, then they started pulling up clips, bro. Oh, the fucking N-bomb. <laughs> but he apologized for it. He's like, I know I, I did wrong. I don't remember that. Where was I at <laughs> when that happened, dude? Like, damn, Rogan. Like. He came out, and he's like, listen, I'm. He's, I don't want to speak for the like guy. They caught him on a VHS in '96, bro. <laughs> right, bro. You were famous enough that you knew what the fuck you were doing. Like, I get it, but he felt like he he didn't want to be like censored by speech. 
But then like over the years, he's learned that there's certain words that aren't your words to be said. So he's apologized for the video. He's like, I shouldn't have said it. Yeah. So I, but censor, censoring. Did he apologize last week or back then though? That, Cause that's what I'm wondering. Cause like, I don't remember him thinking like, oh, well, it wasn't a problem back then. Oh, yeah. Like, well, it was, it should have been bro. They're like, just, they're just under it. He's under attack because they want to censor him. And I don't think censorship. He's like thanking Spotify for standing by him. I'm thinking like, bro, we, we do a podcast every week. We don't piss anybody off. Yeah. 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 Like, Bring us in. I'll do it for half the price. Like the the show. I mean, you don't think I'll step over Joe Rogan, bro? <laughs> we'll call it the Par and Greg experience, bro. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Fuck, I'll take Joe Rogan's place. I'm trying to get us canceled. Like cancel up. Like we're not popular enough to be canceled, but we can be popular enough. Like the canceling makes us popular. You know I was what I thinking, mean, bro? Like maybe we should just go for bar. Like have YouTube ban us. Like oh, yeah. that would look good on the resume. Right, banned right. from YouTube, banned yeah. in America. That's how you get famous now. It's getting banned. And we have to start like shooting the show in Canada because yeah. like we're not allowed to put it on the airwaves in America. <laughs> we just start like doing like personal appearances and tearing the shit up wherever yeah. we're at. <laughs> Fucking mosh. Yeah. Like, but no, I just, I don't feel like censorship, censorship is the answer. Like censoring him isn't the way to go about it. No, but like I said, like it, they do kind of have him painted in a corner with like, but like, it's so weird that they went from what he said about COVID to being racist. Yeah. 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 Like, because they're latched, like they're, they're trying to latch on it for something. You exactly. Know? But, um, but I do like that Spotify is very, I think he's a very talented guy and you know, I, I don't think one mistake, you know, there's other people, less talented people that have gotten chances. Mm-hmm. So I hope he does, you know, stay on the ball. I little. think he'll weather the storm, but I definitely think he's going to lose some people. Uh, maybe, but he's I don't so know, maybe big they that... won't look at him in such a high regard as they used to. Is yeah. what I'm thinking. It's like Howard Stern. You start like finding out what kind of people they are and it's just like, eh, yeah, you still made a good show on, but like, I don't really agree with how you live, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Yeah. You want to know what we're doing next week? Well, don't you have something to show off? Oh, yeah, 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 I do. You've been playing with it the whole time. Dude. So you got something at your little hall. I was going to do the TikTok on it and talk about it then, but I'll I'll talk about it on the podcast, too. Um, Got the Back to the Future set. Yeah. And it's not a Blu-ray or anything, but... It's a really cool case. I like the case a lot. It is. It's holographic. Yeah. it's got all three in it, which is crazy. You know, it's like one of those, like we were talking about it one week, like, you know how you see a movie so many times that you just assume you own it. Right. That's how I am with at least the first back to the future. Right. I've never been a huge fan of the third one. I enjoy the second one, mm-hmm. even though half of it is just the first one over again. But the first one is the key to my heart. And it's like one of my early loves in childhood. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was surprised. I didn't know any of them. And like, I got, I got this for a buck. <laughs> I love how cheap you get these things. Like you got three movies for a dollar DVDs. I always feel so bad, bro, because like, you're like, I bought this steel book and it's beautiful. And it is. You're like, this is what I paid. I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I got to buy 20 movies for that. <laughs> it's a two week salary for you or two week uh, la- allowance a, for you. I guess I'm just such a cheap bastard. Yeah. Everyone has their thing. I like buying brand new dumb shit and you just like buying used yeah this hard to find this might have had a dew droplet on it or something (laughs) and you'd have been like nah it's ruined right (laughs) i'm sorry all the movies were wet i'm not buying wet movies they weren't that wet they They were they would have dried off yeah well i'm pretty sure i bought four of them like they all dried out they're fine can i play with it while you talk go for it it's like 
I noticed it's a. Uh... Anyway, so what are we doing next week while I play with this? We are going to. I wanted to go comedy, bro, but I've, I'm like I've already. Did been I fuck on, you up? No, I've already been on a badass trip. Like so, I'm with just these gonna, like action movies. Yeah, yeah, so I'm just gonna keep going, bro. Just see where this takes us, man. We are going to do Boondock Saints. Wow, really? Yes, sir. <laughs> just because I realized I've never talked about that movie. I've. I mean, I've talked about it. Yeah, everyone's talked about it to death, but not I've never movie. talked about it with you. Yeah, and I don't know if you like it or not, but I said, you know what? After this one. I don't care if he likes it. We're going to talk about it. I don't. I'm not going to tell you how I feel about it. I'll just wait till we watch it and then I can talk about it then. I know you like it, though, bro. Who doesn't like Boondocks? Saints? There's actually some people that don't like it. Uh, now, if you just said if if I just said, hey, Greg, we're going to do All Saints Day. I think your reaction would have been a lot. <laughs> I've never lot seen different. it. I heard it was pretty bad. It's rough, bro. I have it if you want to watch it. but No, I'm good. Yeah. Do yourself the <laughs> favor. Just pretend that this is the only one. Right. Um. Yeah, that's a. It's actually funny. There's a uh, there's a band called Bleeding Through, and their first album they use clips from the Boondock Saints movie as like intros to their songs. That's crazy. I used to listen to a guy called Anybody Killer. Yeah, he used to rap on ICP's label. Oh yeah, and he his whole first album was called Hatchet Warrior, mm-hmm. and he used clips from the movie The Warriors, like at one of his at beginning of one of his songs. It's like Warriors. <laughs> super cool. Play. Then the beat would come on and shit, but yeah, but it's similar. Made me think of that. Nice, super cool. Um, so yeah, I don't know if I own it, but I'm sure I can grab it somewhere. If I have it, I think I got it at the house. If you need to borrow it, nah, I don't need to borrow it. Shit, dude, that movie's so old, bro. You probably watch it on YouTube for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I find it hard to believe it's not on something. I think it's on Netflix. It's like a dope ass quote, bro. People have that tattooed on them. He's awesome in that movie. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You watching the trailer? No, this is oh. that band. This is the intro to their song. What if they had to cut him a check? I don't know. I have a feeling that this is going to be one of those songs as soon as he, yep. as soon as he <laughs> sings, it ruins it. I've seen them live. So good. Are they? I, I liked them. They're pretty, like... Have you seen this? Yes, I've seen Boondock Saints. I was going to say, you don't have to tell me if you like it, but you have seen it. Though, yes, right? I have I seen Boondock Saints. For a hard to believe that you yeah, have yeah, watched yeah. it, at least. I just, I, I want to leave the reveal of what I feel about it till yeah, next that's, week. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. But yeah, uh... Yeah, I just want to keep going on the action and see where that takes us, man. Yeah, hundred percent. I might dive more into the, like the. I think I might. I know what I'm going to give you next, but I'm not a hundred percent. So, right. you know who uh, Wes Craven is, or not Wes Craven? Um, I was going to say, yeah, bro. I've heard of Wes Craven. Uh. Anyway, I can't think of his name, but we might do one of his movies. Cool. Yeah. Oh, and uh, you know what I'm thinking about? Since we're going to be in the Irish, we're going to be an Irish feel. I think I might go Departed after that. Departed, yeah. Yes, dude. If when we you, haven't done a Scorsese in a minute, bro. When you give me Departed, uh, that's probably when I'm gonna do Bring Out the Dead. Oh yeah, so we dope, can keep dope, like dope, a dope. yeah, yeah. So that'd be really cool. Wes Anderson, that's his name. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He did uh, Roll Ten and Bonds, didn't yep. he? You know, I tried watching that the other day, and I'm not the hugest fan of it. I'll be honest, for the cast that's in it, man, it should be a better movie. I just it didn't click for me. I don't think he's the greatest director that everybody acts like he is, though. I don't. I haven't watched it. I haven't watched any of his movies. Not enough. I watched one recently, The Inherent Vice. Yeah. 
and I haven't watched that yet. It looks like just, I have the cover. I got it for a buck, and I've just been looking. You were at telling it. me. Um, so we might talk about that one after Boondock Saints, seeing how I feel about it, but we'll see. But uh, I just remember I love Gene Hackman in that movie. Oh yeah, like, he's the best part to me. Him <laughs> and his little sidekick that doesn't speak English, right? But understands everything Gene Hackman says. It's <laughs> fucking hilarious. Uh, I might have to give it another chance because a lot of people love that movie. I just wasn't feeling it. Owen Wilson's okay in it, too. He's, yeah, pretty, yeah, he's yeah. got a couple lines. Well, Sorry. that's back when, uh, what's his name? Ben Stiller was pretty good. Yeah, but he's not good in it, man. I not don't really. like his character. Not in really, movie. no. Gwyneth Paltrow's in it. It's so many Bill people. Bill Murray, dude. It's fucking a, Danny Glover. It goes on and on. Morticia. Can't think of a real. Angela Houston? Something like that? I don't know. Something like that. But anyways, uh, <laughs> fucking Owen Wilson. Sorry, what'd you say? I didn't, I didn't say anything. Oh, I took some mescaline earlier. <laughs> it's a, I might have to watch that. Like, oh, it's been a while since I've seen it. Um, but yeah, man. Next week, Boondock Saints. Fucking A. Till then. Later, y'all.